Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today, or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. And thank you everyone for being here, uh, wherever you are in the world, and whenever you're listening, whether live or on the podcast, we are honored by your presence. Um, I hope by the end of this few minutes that we're about to talk, you will have learned something and can apply something in fact, for the rest of today and every day thereafter, that makes the experience of your life 50% better every single day. Now, if I can deliver on that, what would that be worth to you? If every single day your daily experience was 50% better than it has been from now back into the past of your life. And I know there'll be daily exceptions where something extraordinary happens. I understand that, but I'm talking about kind of your average, basic, daily experience. What would that be worth? If someone, if you were convinced that someone could do that for you with a, a pill that was not... It didn't have more side effects than it had benefits, you know. So it takes 10 seconds on the television commercial to tell about the good part and 50 seconds to tell about the bad part. Not like that, but something natural with no side effects. And they said, take this pill and it's guaranteed the day, your daily experience will be 50, at least 50% better every day you take this pill. And the pills cost $5 for a month, and you can have as many as you want for the rest of your life. And you can buy pills for your wife and your kids, and their experience will be 50% better too. Uh, would, is that something you'd be excited about? Well, I, I think most people would. And, and you can judge at the end of this if I've delivered, and, and you can now have a way to make your daily experience significantly better. Let me start it this way. Think about your 
the happiest memory of your life. Okay? Can you do that for just a second? The happiest memory of your life. I think the happiest memory of my life, uh, and I'm not sure if I can separate number one and two. Number one is probably when Harry was born, my oldest son, because we'd had three miscarriages and were believing that we couldn't have children. And then here's uh, Harry. And then seven years go by, and we think, well, Harry was just a gift from God. We won't ever have another one because Hope had uh, miscarriages uh, during the first of our marriage, and we came to believe we were not going to be able to have kids. Well, then we had Harry, and then seven years go by, and there's nothing, which didn't surprise us. And then all of a sudden, here comes George, okay? And then George, we were told, uh, was going to be a Downs baby, and we were absolutely fine with that. Some of the most loving kids we'd ever been around were Downs babies, but it does present, you know, some lifestyle changes and challenges and stuff like that. Uh, and so we, we uh, prayed over Hope and the baby and had other people pray over Hope and the baby. And George was born, and I'll never forget, the doctor held him up to us, turned around and said, you want to see a perfect baby? And um, so those would be two of my happiest. What is yours? What, what, what's the happiest moment experience of your life? All right, now, what is the most exciting moment experience of your life? One of mine is when I was with my family and we were rafting down the Ocoee River in Tennessee, which uh, at certain sections is a pretty intense river and now we were with a guide and everything but it was a perfect day we were all together uh the water was freezing cold so every time we hit a wave we were all yelling and screaming and you know we fell out a time or two there wasn't any danger it was just fun and i mean at the end of that day we were just totally totally worn out but so happy and, and loved each other, and it was just one of those kind of a mountaintop experiences, okay? Um, what was the most loving memory of your life where you felt the most love you have ever felt? And, and maybe you were the most loving you have ever been. What was... What was that one? I've got two or three when, uh, when uh, Hope and I had been separated and she wanted a divorce, never wanted to see me again. And, um, and then uh, a, a number of weeks or months later, the very first time that she looked in my eyes and said, I love you so much. I love you more than I have ever loved you. I love you more than I ever thought I could love anyone. And we had a recommitment ceremony for our marriage and um, have been married 33 years now. Um, but what is that for you, that, that love-based memory? Well, if I had to guess, those three or so memories that you just recalled are some of your most prized possessions. 
Um, if it came down to it, I'm guessing that you would give up almost anything material in your life before you would give up those three things. Your happiest moment, your most loving moment, your most exciting moment. Uh, because that's what makes life worth living. That's the meaning and purpose of life, those kind of things. I used to read um, uh, every book that came out by a writer named Max Licato, and he called them frozen moments. And that, uh, you know, these are the treasure of our life. Um, and, and, and I agree with that. And our life is really made up of moments, of millions of them, okay? There, you have never done anything yesterday. You've never done anything an hour ago or tomorrow. Everything you've ever done when you did it was now. I mean, absolutely right now. That's the only time you can do something is now, okay? So how are you using your now? How are you experiencing your now? Are you? Are, are, you, are you experiencing it 50% of what it could be? Are you experiencing it 20% of what it could be? Are you experiencing it 90% of what it could be? I'll give you a couple of examples in my life. One of the worst blunders I've ever made in my life, and I've made a whole bunch of them, but this was one of the biggest. Uh, I was conned by a Las Vegas con man. Now, I wasn't in Las Vegas. I was in Nashville. But he convinced me that he was uh, this guy from Europe who was really into uh, psychology and energy medicine and um, wanted, and that his mission in life was to take this so that everyone in the world would have access to those kind of things and have a much better life. And he convinced me that he was a billionaire and that he was able to fund this, that he had read the Healing Code book. And he wanted to help me, at no cost to me, get the healing code into the hands of everyone that he possibly could for basically nothing so that they could start using it in their life and have a better life, which was kind of my dream too. He knew exactly what buttons to push. The only problem he, is he was a con man. And, and, and this went on to the extent that I literally moved my family to Las Vegas. I mean, I hadn't sold my house in Nashville yet, but it was for sale. And we took, you know, these big U-Hauls to Las Vegas. We're looking for a house to buy there. Um, we're there about six weeks uh, getting ready to start this big program when I figured it out. A, uh, a Las Vegas um, police detective told me... Uh, Dr. Lloyd, Las Vegas is the biggest city in the world for con men, and this guy's the best that we've ever seen. I think he's in jail now. I think they finally caught him, not from what he did to me, but uh, what he did to somebody else. But after that happened, um, we drove home from Las Vegas back to Nashville, and we stopped in Los Angeles to see some friends. And I remember one day we were there, we drove over to uh, the Pacific Ocean. 
And it was an absolutely perfect, spectacular day. I mean, just a stunning day. Not too hot, not too cold. The waves were beautiful. People were out surfing. People were out having picnics and walking and stuff. And my kids, who were much younger, um, they were having a lot of time, too, playing in the surf and building sandcastles and stuff like that. Ladies and gentlemen, I did not enjoy that time at the beach at all. I was absolutely miserable, okay? That day was stolen from me. That could have been a frozen moment time for me, and it should have been. We'd never been to the Pacific Ocean together as a family before. It was the first time my wife and boys had ever seen the Pacific Ocean, okay? And I was absolutely miserable. Why? Because I wasn't feeling the moment of that day. I was feeling the moment of yesterday when I got conned and I was feeling guilty. I was worried about money, etc., etc., etc. And I was feeling the moment of tomorrow when we were going to go bankrupt and I was going to be humiliated when everybody found out I'd been conned and, and all this. But I was not, I promise you, feeling the moment of that day, that time, that moment on the beach at the Pacific Ocean. I missed it totally. Okay? Now, another memory I have is when our family was all together and we went snow skiing. This is actually when one of the boys learned how to snow ski in Colorado. And it was a perfect day, light snow falling, everybody's healthy. Uh, and let me tell you, it, it, it was a frozen, I, I probably had 50 frozen moments in that one day. You know, we took all these pictures. We still talk about that trip. Why? What's the difference? Both of them were in beautiful places. My family was together. None of us were horribly sick. One day was horrible. One day was beyond wonderful. What was the difference? The difference is in one, I was feeling the moment. In the other one, I was not feeling the moment. I was feeling the moment from the past and the future, which by and large were a lie. Uh, we came back from Vegas and things were better than ever, all right? But for about a week, I absolutely felt like I'd just been sentenced to life in prison, okay? I, I, I don't know I've ever had a feeling like that before. And that's the message for today. Feel the moment, okay? Uh, the baseball playoffs are on, the 2019 Major League Baseball playoffs. And I've been a St. Louis Cardinal fan all my life. That's a weird story. I've never lived anywhere but Tennessee, but my dad was in the fireworks business, and fireworks were much bigger in the state of Missouri for the 4th of July than they were in Tennessee. So every single summer, my dad would rent this little bitty house with no air conditioning or anything, and we would basically move to Missouri for about three weeks of the summer. Well, during that three weeks was baseball season, and so we would listen to Harry Carey, the uh, 
uh, wonderful Hall of Fame announcer and the St. Louis Cardinals games. And if it was really special, we would get to go to a game every once in a while. So the Cardinals were my hometown team growing up, okay? Well, they're back in the playoffs this year for the first time in three years. And just a couple of days ago, there was a fascinating uh, thing that was said on the, uh, during the game. One of the, uh, Adam Wainwright was pitching. It was game three against the Braves. And Adam Wainwright was just pitching the game of his life, almost just a perfect game. And he's a pretty old dude now for baseball standards. And the, um, and the commentators were talking about how the St. Louis coach loves to look at numbers and analytics and, and, and you know, ba- in, in a lot of ways, coach the game by the numbers. But he also told them there are certain times when I don't coach that way, I coach by feeling the game. And whatever the vibe of the game is, that's what determines who I put in, who I take out, what moves I make, etc. And this was one of those games. The, the numbers said he should have taken Wainwright out. He was losing his stuff. But he didn't do that. He left him in, and Wainwright continued to pitch a, uh, a no-run game through eight innings. And I don't know how long it's been since he's done that. Like I said, he's pretty old in baseball standards. But the coach, that happened because the coach was feeling the moment of the game rather than going by the numbers, rather than looking to the past, looking to the future. He was feeling the vibe of the game. That's what Dr. Bruce Lipton called it, the vibe. He says about almost anything in life, we have an internal vibe that's like, the truth beyond what we can know analytically. And and he had a very remarkable thing like that with one of his neighbors where he had a neighbor that he just didn't like or trust, but he had no evidence for that. And so he kind of felt guilty. And when he moved, the neighbor was so nice and friendly to him and offered to help him do a bunch of stuff. And he felt bad about having not liked him. And, and let him help. Well, in the story, the guy ends up stealing all of his photography equipment that he told him he would pack up and take and mail to his new address. Well, how did he know that? How did he know something about that guy when there was no way analytically or logically that he could know it? According to Dr. Bruce, He was feeling the vibe, and we all have the capacity to feel the vibe if we will be still and listen. So, my question for you today is, are you feeling the moment? Are you feeling the vibe of the moment and letting that lead and guide you? Now, I don't mean outside of any logic or reason, okay? Yeah, the, the, the logic and reason, those are kind of the, uh, the bumper guards when you go bowling, especially with kids. 
and they inflate those things in the alleys so that you can't throw it in the alley. It's got to hit something. The logic and reason are kind of the bumper guards. But to get strikes, to do your best game, you need to feel and live by the vibe. Okay? And very few people, in my experience, do that. They are either living in the past in uh, hopelessness, helplessness, guilt, shame, uh, what could have been, what should have been, or they're living in the future with anxiety, worry, expectation that put that really, and the expectation if you live there, according to Dr. Dan Gilbert from Harvard and their wonderful study, that will steal your feeling in the present. That will steal the vibe in the present if you're living by expectation of the future, either good or bad, okay? So my formula is you got to sweep up the floor of your mind and heart. you got to get that junk off the floor that it took all your life and, and several generations back for all that mess to get on the floor. All right, The anger, the unforgiveness, the shame, the guilt, the identity and worth issues, rejection, you name it. Okay, you got to sweep that up and, get, and, and put it into those big trash bags and get rid of it. All right, then you need to commit to live in the present moment, to live to, by experiencing the feeling of the moment, to feel and listen to the small voice of your internal vibe that I believe is connected to your conscience, it's connected to your spirit, it's connected to God, it's connected to love. Now, maybe not until you get your floor swept clean. All that junk on the floor can give you a wrong vibe. That's why you got to clean it up. But once you do and commit, you know, I want to live in love as best I can in the present moment. I want to live my life with millions of frozen moments because I'm living in the present. I don't want to miss the beautiful Pacific Ocean because of something that happened yesterday or may happen tomorrow. I don't want to miss a special moment with my child or with my wife or with, or with a neighbor or a friend because of something from yesterday or something that may happen tomorrow. I don't want expectation of the future that may not be what's best for me anyway to steal my feeling in this moment and vibe. I want to have maximum vibe, maximum feeling in the moment, all based on a foundation of love, not a foundation of fear, and get to the end of my life or the end of the day or the end of the month and just say, wow, that was great. Let's do it again. The tragedy, ladies and gentlemen, is very few people I know actually do live that way. And that's what a lot of my new book that just came out yesterday, by the way, The Memory Code, is about fixing. We've had a devolution in our internal programming that makes us 
to no fault of our own, far, far too negative. And negative, that means a foundation of fear and anxiety and worry rather than a foundation of love, joy, and peace. What does it do? It steals our feeling in the moment. It causes the vibe to be the wrong vibe. It causes us to have guilt and shame related to the past and regret, worry, anxiety, fear related to the future. I challenge you this week to sweep up your, the floor of your mind and heart, to get rid of that junk, that those lies, those fear-based things from the past and the future to build a foundation of love, to commit to that, to realize that the only really great love, joy, peace I can ever even feel or experience is in the present moment. So if I'm being tricked away from the present moment by the past or the future, then I miss the love, joy, peace, happiness that is only possible when I'm focused in the present. So, think about it, pray about it, but ask yourself this week, am I feeling the moment consistently in my life from a foundation of love, or am I feeling it from a foundation of fear, or I'm not in the moment at all. I'm in the past or the future. None of those can ever satisfy or fulfill you. Living in the present moment, feeling the moment from a foundation of love is the only thing that can lead to ultimate happiness, love, joy, peace, and what I call your best possible life. Think about it.